Well, we're picking on next-gen TV again, but then again, they make it so easy for us, Keith. SurveyMonkey gets caught up in more of the branding bullshit and the Windy City sex harassment case that's blowing up and surprising everybody in our business, I think. Good morning. With our opinions and comments, I'm Jackson Weaver here in Seattle, along with Southern California's Keith Samuels, ready to rock the media world again with a whole variety of our opinions and ideas about uh, things that may or may not be of any consequence. But we have fun with it, so... Welcome to the Tuesday, October 26th episode of Media Insultant. Keith, it looks like even the best-run operations are not immune to sexual harassment issues, and Hubbard has a nice cluster of stations in Chicago, and they are up yeah. to their necks in a nasty sexual harassment claim. So give us some details on this and what your thoughts are. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know about our thoughts. Some of the details here is that all relate to a morning host by the name of Eric Ferguson, who's at the mix in, uh, in Chicago, which is one of the biggest stations in the market and probably one of the most um, lucrative radio shows in the, in the market for sure. And not one, not two, not three, but now four women have come forward with complaints, in fact, suits against Hubbard, which owns the radio station and its management because, quote, to one of one of the women who filed, quote, management perpetuated a culture of discrimination to protect cash cows such as its morning host, Eric Ferguson, at any cost. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Ferguson is off the air for the month of October. Market manager Jeff England is in full CYA mode. Ferguson's off the air for the month of October while they have their internal investigation. Chicago media is all over the story. Uh, the trades are all over the story. It seems like almost every day for the last couple of weeks there was some woman coming forward um, with 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 some claims. But you know, um, this is this has traditionally been one of the best run clusters in radio. I mean, Drew Horowitz used to be the market manager. Eric Ferguson worked for Drew. Drew. Uh, moves up in the organization, brings in Jeff England to be his replacement as the market manager for the cluster of radio stations they own there, the group of stations they own. Drew retired a year ago. Now he's doing his own consulting, and now Jeff England is left kind of holding the you know the proverbial bag about what the heck's been going on with Eric Ferguson. What do we get? What do we got here? You know, so it's 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 scary time. Well, and you know, this is one of those classic things. Who knew what when? You know, it's a lot like the uh, Apple Plus TV show Morning Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, same kind of thing. Well, who knew and how much did they know? Uh, it, it stuns me that in this day and age, any of this goes on. Now, I don't know how old some of these claims were because I think some of the claims were rather, were rather old. And the truth is, 30 years ago, it was a different deal. But not five years ago. Right. You right. know, it's... It and one of the one of the one of the most recent claims is a, is a personality that was his co-host, and now she left. She left right, right. and went across town. So she's at the big country station in in Chicago, and she's filing it from over there. Going, yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, it's like whoa. So um, you know, we'll have to see what's what's going to happen there. But you know, um, it's it's. I think what's shocking is is that because Hubbard is run by Ginny Hubbard. 
a woman, and uh, who took over for her, her, her dad to run the company. Ginny is a leader in, in radio and, and one, of the, one, of the, one of the best female executives in the business. This has got to, this has got to be stinging, and they've got to figure out what's, what's happened and clean it up pretty quickly because this is, this is getting out of hand. Well, and this is the struggle. When you're a CEO, you're, the buck always stops at your desk, and everybody knows that. But when you have a disparate organization with dozens of different facilities, dozens of different management teams, it's sometimes all but impossible. I had a buddy who was a CEO of a large liquor company, and he said, I'm getting out of here. He retired early. He said, because yeah. some guy in Scotland might make a rude comment to some woman in the accounting department, and it comes back and bites me in the ass. Right. And yeah. that's, you know, so I'm sympathetic to Jenny Hubbard. I think she runs a good organization and, you know, hoping that uh, this sorts its way out. No, no there, question. But I think what's going to come out of this is that we're going to see, you know, who wasn't paying attention or who wasn't being sensitive enough or who wasn't listening. You know, uh, this isn't one case. This is now up to four different women. And well, and the there are work. no secrets, Keith. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. There are no secrets in an organization. Everybody no. knows who's sleeping with who. Everybody knows who's dating who. No matter how much you try to keep it secret, no matter how much you try to keep it on the down low and quiet, everybody knows. And that's the thing that bothers me is, you know, there were some people who knew, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you know, SurveyMonkey is stumbling in a vain rebranding effort. Rebranding is just getting to be such a bad thing these days, in our opinion. So we'll cover that in just a minute. But first, when does coverage equal usage? This is where we pick on NextGen TV. Uh, Anna Shell of Pearl, which is their trade organization for NextGen TV, ATSC 3.0, did an interview with Adam Jacobson at RBR, and she claimed, get this, she claimed that they are selling 10,000 sets a day. And by 2016, they claim all sets will be show, sold with next-gen TV capability. Mm-hmm. But right now, the price point for a next-gen TV, if you can find one, is 1500 to 3000 So walk into Costco and tell me when you can buy a 74-inch big screen for 600 bucks. Why would you pay double that for a television that receives next-gen? You don't know what next-gen is. You don't know what the advantages of it are. And the point I keep coming back is there's no compelling reason for them to, for the market. You well, know? and there's nothing, there's nothing more exciting to me, and I'm an aging boomer, than, than hooking up my big-ass next-gen TV to that to the rabbit ears antenna that it needs to be able to uh, pick up the signals that I can get all this great stuff through my television antenna. I mean, I haven't had a television antenna for 40 years. It's crazy-making. But, um, you know, Pearl is not exactly a trade association. What they are is a rep firm. They're, going, they're the ones that have pitched the TV stations in, different, in all these different markets that are, that are, that are adapting next-gen Broadcast uh, technology through their uh, through their their terrestrial you know uh, transmitters, they're the ones that go and convince all these guys to do this to to become a next gen market because Pearl goes out and then monetizes the all those additional quote digital channels those next gen channels that are coming to you through your rabbit ears on your new TV and and uh, you know without having to have cable and so that they they have a vested interest in this they're repping they're selling they're monetizing next gen's signals for these local television stations who are going we don't know how to do it 
we're just selling spots and early news, you know, come on. So when I listen to her and I listen to what they do, I go, yeah, you've got a vested interest in this. But nevertheless, if you've been in, if you've been shopping for a television set in the last, well, the last 18 months of COVID, when everybody was shopping for a brand new state-of-the-art television, I guarantee you that no one walked in, not a single person in America walked into an audio-video Best Buy, went to Amazon, went anywhere and said, I need one of them next-gen TVs. They have no idea what it is. And it may be next-gen capable. It might have the technology built in, because that doesn't really cost that much. The point is, it's it's so low on the benefit sought list for getting a new TV that no one even knows about it. So I, you know, again, I think this is just a this is complete total BS. And I think you know, I, I look forward to the day when we're sitting here doing media insult in five years from now, and everybody's shutting down their next gen transmitting deal because it just really it never it never took off. Like AM stereo, yeah, exactly, Ooh, or yeah. or quadraphonic <laughs> FM. Remember quad yeah. FM. So, but I hey, I pitched AM stereo. I pitched my guts out with AM stereo. I took AM stereo radios around on sales calls, probably like you did, and went, "This is the future." And people were going, "Yeah, not no, so much. I don't think not so, so much. <laughs> I don't think so." <laughs> so last <laughs> weekend, <laughs> last weekend I was uh, in New York City and I was listening to WINS Winds Radio ten ten. It's an Odyssey station. They use a phrase. Give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. Do you know they've used that same branding image since 1965, and they still are in the top five in every single survey done in New York City. So there's so much to be said for sticking with a brand and sticking with a, an image. What in the world is SurveyMonkey doing, changing their name to what, Momentive? Yes. So SurveyMonkey is is a I think it's a great tool, and I've used it in in you know different functions, uh, committee work, and you know so forth. I mean, SurveyMonkey is amazing. It tells you exactly what it is. It allows you to take surveys, to do polling, to to have a committee vote on candidates for a position. It, it's it's a, it it speaks to what it is. It's it's SurveyMonkey. It's kind of fun, and it allows you. It's real simple. It allows you to to. Take surveys to take voting to, to vote on stuff. You know that's what but, it does. It's, but it's, it's an surveying. old brand, Keith. It's, it's an old brand, and it and they got yeah. tired of it, right? And, and so they go, oh yeah, but we're not cool enough anymore. You know, it's it's right. like you know we need to up, update our. Uh, we're more than surveys, probably, and now they call it momentive, which means absolutely nothing. It relates in no way, shape, or form to what made their business. It kills me that people do these kind of stupid things. It's kind of like calling your company from Intercom to Odyssey. <laughs> yes, it is, and and you know, and Clear Channel to iHeart. You know, I still, but you know, I thought Clear Channel was a lovely name. But then again, but, I'm but, a radio. You team. know, but that was that was uh, when was that? You know, fifteen years 15 ago, sixteen years, years ago. ago. Sure, and it was about iHeart Radio. You know, iHeart Heart like. The heart okay. radio. Don't you know? get too cute. Was, Don't get too it cute. It was really cute, and <laughs> and they stuck with it. John Hogan loved it, or maybe it was Bob Pittman by then. But it was like, oh god, you know, Clear Channel. That's what a radio station is. It's a Clear Channel radio station. It's clear. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, that's you know we don't talk about branding a lot, but occasionally something like this comes along, and it's it's fun to beat up on them. So Survey Monkey is momentum, and good luck to them. Keith, you and I have worked with auto clients our whole lives, and for the most part, they could be sometimes prickly, but they're great clients because they spend a lot of money. 
And we wanted to get an update here on Media Insultant about, from a client agency standpoint of view, what's going on in the automotive space. Lots of changes on it. So, with that in mind, we cleverly had a or developed a Media Insultant special edition with Ed Steenman, a longtime car guy. He's handled car dealers for years, 25, 30 years, both Tier 2 and Tier 3 budgets. Ed's going to talk about a lot of things, including, if you're in the media sales business, what you can do to separate your sales efforts from your competitors. Really an interesting discussion. We invite you to join us for that special edition. It's next Thursday, October 28th, both video on Vimeo and the podcast wherever you get your your podcast. So we've got uh, a real interesting thing coming up, and that'll take our Thursday media edition. You and I will be back the week after that on Tuesday and Thursday as normal. So. Thank you, Keith. As always, it's been great. I will see you. I'll see you in a week. That's yeah. what I'll do. I'll see you next week after the Ed show. But I can't. I can't oversell Ed's uh, interview enough. You know, you and I have known Ed for over thirty years. Um, he's had an, his own ad agency for thirty-one years. There is no one I've talked to in the last decade about the automotive business as it relates to local advertising and local ad sales than what Ed Steeman and you and I talk about in this interview. It's absolutely perfect. So listen, it's going to be a little long. It might be 20 minutes or so, but grab a cup of coffee, watch Ed, and watch us because we're freaking brilliant interviewers, but Ed, Ed, Ed will fill your morning with, with brilliance in terms of what it's like dealing with car dealers, how they're dealing with the chip shortage, how they're dealing with manufacturing slowdowns, all of those issues and how they relate back to a local dealer's budgets, a dealer group's budgets, all the things that the the manufacturers are doing to help their local dealers and how it it affects budgets you'll get. We cover the gamut. We cover the whole universe with Ed, and he's absolutely brilliant with what he says. So this is appointment viewing, appointment listening, if media consultant ever was. This is absolutely great. So don't miss the interview with Ed Steeman on Thursday. Well, and keep in mind, we will post it. So be sure to share it with your sales team. Be sure to share it with the people in your company at other at other stations because it's got some really interesting information. Yeah, you could show it at a sales meeting. Huh. Exactly. There you go. Okay, Keith, we're out of time again. So until next time, have a good week, buddy. Good to see you. Thank you, Jackson. Always a pleasure. <laughs>